11 years in the making. Your gamer friends are here to discuss, in all of its spoilerific glory, Avengers Endgame. Yes, and I'm not here to wax poetic like you are. I screw the announcer voice. We need to get into this. It's Endgame. Okay, but I've been waiting for a long time for this. And so we're going to take our time. The listeners don't care. They want the thoughts now. I mean... They want the thoughts. Perhaps. I want to share the thoughts. So a few days ago, we were watching an MCU recap video. We were. And they decided to recap the MCU not by movie, but by character. Yes. And it was pretty intriguing to do it that way. Agreed. So... We're just going to do the same thing. Yeah, we're going to do the same thing. We're not going to do, like, by character necessarily, but more by franchise. I mean, we're going to talk about the characters, but within the confines of the franchise that they originated in. Got it. So, yeah, we're basically going to go by franchise um, with one or two exceptions, just because they're super relevant to the story. Anyway, I cannot emphasize this enough. This movie is an incredible cinematic experience. You deserve to go see it on a big screen with incredibly loud speakers, and you should go in as unspoiled as possible. And so if you haven't seen it, I'm going to have to insist that you stop listening. This is a really long spoiler alert. Yeah, I know some of you all like to just listen to our voices. You like to listen to the banter, to the thoughts, to, you know, all of the... My wonderful voice, specifically. Listen to an old episode to hear Cedric's wonderful voice. Actually, listen to the Infinity War. Yeah, listen to that Listen to that first. That's fine. Go see Endgame and then come back for this. You know niggas is dead. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Speaking about dead niggas. Yes. Spoiler alert. Sound the spoiler horn. (laughs) (laughs) This is a shorter spoiler alert. I figured that we should start with the franchise that started it all, right? Iron Man. Mm. I saw Iron Man in Union Square in 2008. It came out right before classes were over in my freshman year of college. And I saw Endgame in Union Square. So it kind of came full circle in a really superficial and materialistic way. Uh, I mean, you know... We're all operating under capitalism here, so it's fine. Anyway, Iron Man is up first. Tony Stark, pour one out. I'm pour getting two emotional out. just thinking about it. I am not going to think about it. Instead, I'm going to talk about how mad he was. He was so mad at the beginning of the film. He was like, Cap, we lost. You're a loser. We flopped. And it was kind of your fault, is basically what he said. <laughs> he was like, you promised me that we would either win together or lose together. But we lost. Look what we did. But we worked together. Uh, way to like also bring Age of Ultron into relevance again. I swear. Yeah. This, what this film was able to do to make all the like ugh, films of the MCU relevant again, I was like, okay. Thank you for making it worth it, because, like, sometimes Even though they Joss Whedon's <laughs> grubby fingers are still all over uh. Ultron, I gotta say, <laughs> it, it, is the, it is the turning point in the franchise. It really yes. is. Yes. It's when everything built toward the situation that allowed for Infinity War to happen. Because 
Tony's right. If they had not split up, would they have lost the first time? I don't know. I don't I mean, think that's they would what, have. That's what the, I think that's what Feige said. Or the, one of them was like, they lost because they weren't together. Yeah. You know, Avengers Assemble and all that. And all, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <sighs> can we just, I'm sorry, I'm thinking about it. Getting uh, upset. I'm just mad that like Hulk wasn't just around to take another one for the team. Just he could have taken another snap. <laughs> I was actually kind of mad that he really wasn't in the battle, but someone pointed out that his arm was fucked up. His arm was very fucked up. And he had just gotten finished saving a few people, That's Rocket true. and Rhodey. So All right, we're getting off track. Uh let's let's go back to 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 the Iron Man franchise. Yes. I Pepper Potts. I did not expect rescue. And I didn't even realize it when we saw the helmet earlier in the movie. What? I didn't realize it. Oh, I, didn't I was think like, about it. rescue suit. It's here. It's it's coming. I don't know when. I thought maybe it was gonna be for uh his daughter. Oh, i you know, it's funny. I've well, because I heard rumors about the rescue suit, and I thought it was gonna be she was gonna save it from from space. Oh. <laughs> so Obviously, that didn't happen. No, that's not what happened. But talk about a woman who has really been through it with her man. For real. Like, first, you know, from that iconic line of taking out the trash sometimes <laughs> to have marriage, the child. She really had it all. A whole big-ass battle. Yes. Like... Kicking ass with her husband. She really... She was, like, flying around like, oh, I... She she made it seem to me like she does this on the weekends. Yeah, it was like, this is what I do for fun. And you just fly around. It, it was amazing, is what I, it was. Oh, there was like that one scene where they were blasting back to back. Oh, I lived. Oh, it's so beautiful. Um, I also got to say that because the Iron Man franchise introduced her, Black Widow, also dead as a motherfucker. Right. <gasps> Don't disrespect her like that. She sacrificed her life to save the universe. She did. Look, and you know what? I think it's wild, too, that, like, even way before that, in, like, the first, like, 15, 20 minutes of the film, what the Russo brothers were able to do with that character and humanize her in the way they did. Like, Joss Whedon is shaking. I, like, don't... (laughs) Joss Whedon did Natasha no favors. Hmm. I think really, like... Ruin the character for a lot of people. Well, Joss Whedon thinks that he knows how to write women and prides <laughs> himself on it and likes to tell people about how good he is at writing women. And the problem is he doesn't know how to write women and he can't do it. No, he really, he really can't. So <laughs> his you know. like soft misogyny has finally gotten called out in recent years. And thank God. I just remember back in like college, just as a quick aside. He was, like, talking about how much he's like, yeah, women are blah, blah, blah. Women are awesome. And, like, kind of used the word sexy and describing his the woman in his family. In, do you know this one? Yes. I, I... He's the Tim Weiss of gender. That white guy who's like, hey, everyone, I'm super woke on black stuff. Let me tell you about it. I don't know who Tim Weiss is. Oh, well. I guess, I guess I'm better off for it. Um, anywho... Uh, I was mad when Nat and Clint were split up, split up to go to Vormir. I was like, Oof. God damn it. I just knew, I was like, 
It's probably going to be Nat. Clint has a family. I thought it was going to be Cap and Tony, so... Right? They just came out left field. I, I hated that scene, too, when they both fell off the cliff. I was like, both of them? <laughs> Can you imagine? I gasped so loudly. You did. I, like, I was... I actually, like, my body did shake. I was the literal definition of shook. Oh, I was so <sighs> mad. I was so mad. I'm but it mad makes that, sense. It does. It does, but I'm... Like, if you follow it, he found her, gave her a second chance, brought her into S.H.I.E.L.D., all that stuff, really gave her the life that she has, and she lost it. Everyone who wasn't dusted um, was depressed as hell and not really friends anymore because they were (laughs) depressed as hell. They were very depressed. And, you know, if you think about it from a screenwriter's perspective, what's going to happen to Tony? Well, he's going to be dead. What's going to happen to Cap? We're going to get to that. What's going to happen to Thor? We're going to get to that. But the point is, she would have been alone anyway. So Mm. some people are like, oh, it's because she's not powered and because she can't, she couldn't have been like really part of the final fight, blah, 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 blah. Girl, I don't know about that. Shuri was fine. Right. All the Wakandan warriors were fine. So, So, okay, that's a cute theory, but yeah, I don't think that's what it was. I think it had much more to do with the fact that, you know, she she, she has played red, her role. She had red in her ledger. She's trying to wipe it out. She's trying to wipe out that red. Pour one out. Pour several out for Black Widow. I loved her in this. I really did. She was great. She was great. I didn't care for her much before because Joss Whedon ruined her. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it really just goes to show you when, like, you know, people can, like, write characters. Anyway. Um, anywho, I, I think we should just go on to Hawkeye since we mentioned him. Um, he got what he needed, I think. He did. That, that man was distraught. I want a miniseries of him just killing niggas. Yeah, that, I wanna, that was pretty I, dope. I want, I want a TVMA. Ronan. I want, so, I want Ronan. So the film opens with... Hawkeye losing his family. They all get snapped. All of them. He's freaking out. Mm. And then he, you know, dyes his hair black, cuts it in a weird way, (laughs) starts shopping at Hot Topic, and (laughs) he adapts a sword instead of arrows and starts killing people. Did he have the tattoos before that, too? I don't think he did. I don't think he did, because I'm trying to remember, like, because we saw Arm in the first event. He went full oh, boss. Poor Hawkeye. He he went through it. But you know, I can the understand Roman's motivation in that situation. Like you lose everything, and then these asshole like crime lords live. I'd want to kill them too. I get it. It's very Punisher esque. It is very Punisher esque. I was I was here for it. For, some, I, some depth. I feel like he just you know. Another character that I feel like was underutilized previously. Yeah. Previously, I'm like so glad that like Clint got like was able to just show us something. You know, some depth, some depth. Um. So because Hawkeye was introduced in Thor, let's I guess move on to the Thor franchise. Yes. Um. Let's just get it out of the way. He could have just been regular sized Thor. He could have just been depressed and drunk. Uh huh. We didn't need. We didn't need it. We didn't need it. I feel 
a, a type of way about it. I think that some of the people on the internet who are mad about it are just feel called out. I think. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> How so? <laughs> there are some people on Reddit who are really big mad about the fact that there were fat jokes in the Avengers and that they were at the expense of Thor. Um, oh, it could have been anybody else but Thor? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think... I think that, again, they just felt called out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Thor gets super depressed. He starts playing a lot of video games and drinking a lot of beer. Uh, meanwhile, he's also supposedly the king of New Asgard, which is the same plot of land where his father was living in exile and then died. That's right. So, you know, that's pretty full circle for him. Love, continuity. Um, but yeah, he gets he gets fat. And the Hulk and Rocket Raccoon come to get him when they're like, okay, maybe we can fix this. And at no point in the movie does he like get thin. He is fat the whole time. His final suit when he <laughs> in the That's final right. battle he was, he was chunky. Yeah, in the final battle he like zaps himself and his hair gets braided and he, and he Magically. looks nice. <laughs> but he is still fat. But he's still fat and his suit was like a bulge. <laughs> it was cute. Ah, uh, you know, when you put it that way, I don't mind it as much. I I think there was maybe like one too many jokes about it. Right. But you're right. They did. You're right. I'm actually. I'm gonna walk back a little bit. Some of the valid complaints about it, I think, are that Tony had literally an entire movie to dissect his PTSD, and it got treated very seriously. And he had another panic attack in this movie, and no one made any jokes about it. And Thor is clearly also having PTSD-related mental issues. From failing to kill Thanos, and um, I get it. Yeah, I mean, you got to think like he expo- like Hulk was like, "Yo, Loki did." <laughs> then he had to move all of Asgard, and then half the niggas died too. That's a lot of dead people. Yeah, but when he goes and speaks to his mom, oh, that was a beautiful oh. scene, and and he emotional. calls Mjolnir. And it comes, and he realizes he's still he's worthy. So worthy. And he gets his shit together. You know what I mean? He's, like, going to get it together. I'm so glad they brought him back. So I I really back, appreciate the, the callback to all of that stuff. And I don't, I didn't much have a problem with it. Um, because instead of doing it over multiple movies, they had one movie to do it. And so instead of taking it super seriously, they made a joke out of it because presumably he's joining a new franchise now that he's going off to space with the Guardians. As Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> so, the only one. You know, there he was more tonally like Thor Ragnarok in this movie. Yeah, which it in worked. In the last movie, he was much more like previous Thor because he yeah. was, I mean, he was fucked up in Infinity War too. He was. Um I wonder if he Poor submitted thing. himself for an Oscar because his like little monologue about losing everyone when they're flying to nowhere. I'm not nowhere. Uh when they're flying to the forge. Yeah. It was it was really good. They really I mean, he was really acting. Scarlett was really acting. I mean, everybody was like really acting, but like he did the thing. He like ate that role. Yeah. Like, I, at real. no point did I feel like he was wearing a fat suit. Right. I was like, oh, this nigga is depressed and he gained 50 pounds. Yeah. I'm like, woof, I've been there, child. I mean, I don't have a Stormbreaker. 
You know, sometimes I wonder if I'm worthy. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I like, I feel this Thor. Right. Except I don't drink beer. It's gross. But I do think the people who are like super upset are just mad that like a, a man who is super masculine kind of got emasculated a little bit and are Ew. feeling a little called out. I hate emasculation as a concept. Yeah. It's not real. Anyway. Um, what is real? Loki's death. Yes. He's Which, dead. Which, you know, I am... Because, like, when it was like, oh, it's going to be time travel, I'm like... It, I'm, it, it kind of was like that Lady Gaga telephone thing. You know, you can break the mirror. You can put the piece together, but you always see the crack of that motherfucker's reflection. Oh, my God. Please, you know the telephone music video. You know that. Whole. I know what you're talking about. Who? I, I was saying, you gave me a look. The look was exhaustion. <laughs> Empty way. <laughs> I'm glad that like you know people who who died in Infinity War like stayed dead. Yes. I'm I'm like this was the narrative choice to make. Yes. I'm like all is dead. Loki is dead. Vision is dead. 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 Oof. I'm so. I feel like there's so many Tom Hiddleston fans who are just like wow. I'm like, but it's four. It was only one way. Yeah. It was only one way. And no, I'm, they had announced Spider-Man sequel, like, whatever. So, <laughs> I do, we'll talk a little bit more about this later, but I do kind of have a question about whether or not the intention of that scene with him, like, disappearing with the Tesseract is a setup for his show or not. Um, we can get into oh, the alternate timeline stuff. Fuck. I we can get not, into it later. I did not think about that. Yeah. I also want to say, to go back to that scene for a moment, I really liked, I did, I liked Thor's call back to Thor 2. Shout out to Natalie Portman for <laughs> agreeing to be in the movie. She's like, oh, you going to pay me. Did you hear the me. tea about this? <gasps> this tea? Apparently. Yes. It is a repurposed, deleted scene. <gasps> she did not actually film anything for the movie. Girl, I was like... But in order for them to use it, she was like, you're going to give me a credit. Pay, you're going to pay me. You're going to give me a credit. I did not... Because, re- right. Cause she Rocket, didn't speak. She didn't speak. Rocket is all CGI. Yeah. Ah, that is... Oh, my... That is too much. Because I was, like, thinking about her in the movie, and I was like, damn, like, that's really, like, half a day of filming. (laughs) (laughs) They really, like, committed to this time travel shit. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's... (laughs) Oh, Lord, that's funny. Yeah. Um, Good for her. Get her credit in one of the largest movies to ever come out in this generation ever. I ain't mad at her. I ain't mad at her. Finally, in the Thor franchise, Valkyrie shows up. My good lesbian. Yes. Tessa Thompson. Ugh. Ugh. I Ugh. need more lesbians. She. I also really, again, another thing that I really liked is how these characters played such awesome roles. Like, I, yeah. I'm i like, oh, like, Valkyrie's here and she's she's important. Yes, and she's going to kick some ass. I'm like, yes. So she's in charge of New Asgard now, which frees her up for literally any franchise because she's on Earth. So That's right. whenever she just they want to. Yeah. Hey. They can just be like, hey, Tessa, you free? Hey, girl. She'll be like, I'll be over in a few minutes. Is Brie there? <laughs> <laughs> Who all over there? <laughs> I need to know Brie's over there. <laughs> 
please God. Oh, Lord imagine? Jesus. Uh, and when she came flying at that last scene, oh. Listen. I screamed. I was so excited. My throat was so sore. They didn't the really explain, day. though, like, I guess she just wasn't in Infinity War because she wasn't in Infinity War. I guess the assumption was she was hanging out on the ship and just didn't get killed. Yeah. Well, she did so, she, good for her. Whatever. Yeah. You know? I'm glad she was there. She survived the snap. Thank yes. God. Yes. Um... So we talked about Hulk and Rocky Raccoon coming to get Thor. We should talk about the Hulk. Yes. Specifically. Ding, 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 ding. I was right. You were right. I was right, Professor Hulk. I was wrong. A snack. Yes. Okay. In Ragnarok, I was like, oh. (laughs) In Endgame, I was like, oh. Uh, Professor. I, I feel like I feel like the true <laughs> no. I feel like the true fans were like saying shit at Ragnarok. That's how you knew who was real. And now everybody <laughs> and now everybody's catching up. Listen, like, as oh. soon as I saw the back of his head, I knew you were right, and I screamed. And I was the person in the theater. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I think I started clapping. I was like, yes. I fucking knew it. What? I said it. If they, I, and I still, I think I still, I'm going to hold to this. I think I, I said, if, if they do the Professor Hulk, he's going to have the best character arc out of the entire franchise. And you think it's the best? That, that's hard. It is hard. They all had such great arcs. I think it was the most transformative. He it was definitely gets certainly the most transformative. What is he? What's the, you know, when you try really hard that award? Most yeah, he, improved. Most improved. That's the yes. Oh, most boy. improved, but um, also in a, in a great way. It was great. Yeah, I I like it for a lot of reasons, not just because just having the Hulk be full CGI all the time is really interesting to me and the fact that he's not super interested in like being super smashy (laughs) like that i just i just am very compelled by that yeah um but most of all because he was hot as hell (laughs) a whole meal (laughs) and dessert and leftovers you got to put some of them shit in the freezer. Yeah. You got to save that for a rainy day. Lord Jesus. Put that in the crock pot and warm it up. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when people start unsubscribing. <laughs> you know? And to be honest, I wouldn't... I don't blame you. Uh- <laughs> um, we should mention that he is the one who wielded the Infinity Gauntlet. Well, the Stark version of the Infinity Gauntlet. He was mad quick about making that, too. He was and- like, I'm Tony Stark. And uh, he did the snap. He brought everyone back. He did. Which, you know, I'm glad that they... I'm glad that there were, like, multiple snaps in this film. Because I didn't totally understand how it worked. What do you mean? Thanos didn't explain, oh, I just have to, like, think what as I snap. And then I'm thinking half the universe away. Yeah. Because then it, like, makes more sense. He could have... I could have killed all you motherfuckers with a snap. Like, it just was, like, nice to, like understand the rules of the gauntlet. Like, yeah, didn't... they did not really explain it. There are some people who were like, why didn't he just double the resources? Well, you can't you can't do that. Right. That's not how it works. Right. The reality stone only alters your perception of reality. It doesn't actually alter reality. Like, the reality stone is not what he used to snap people. 
Right. It was all of them together, of course, but like not more than that. It was probably the Mind Stone, the Soul Stone, etc. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, um, good for Hulk. Good for Hulk. I'm I'm curious where they're gonna put him because my hmm. my thought process is that they're gonna put all of the like older franchise characters into new franchises as like the Tony Stark to Tom Holland's Spider Man yeah kind of thing. So they'll just be like I don't know in a few movies here and there is as background characters and then if there's team ups they'll yeah. they'll join in. Because, um, because you know, they're not announcing anything until after uh, Far From Home. Yeah. So it's like, I don't even know. There was no end credit scene. So it was like, I was like waiting. I was like, oh my God, what are they going to do? <laughs> well, I think it would be really interesting to see uh, maybe Hulk join the Ant-Man universe and hmm. start palling around with the Pims. Maybe. Or Those are the only science bros left in the universe right now. Or Shuri and Wakanda. One thing that hasn't been thrown out by anyone, and I've got to think they're thinking about, is She-Hulk. It would be really fucking cool if uh, they launched She-Hulk and had her be like the Smash, and he was just in it. That would be fucking dope. I think they still have. I think there's still some like licensing things with Universal with her too. There are still some licensing things with her. Yeah. They can't like be in a stand. It can't be a Hulk movie. It has to be like someone else's. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they could do a She-Hulk movie. I don't think so. I thought they could like buy. Can't they like buy? Universal ain't letting that shit go. Anyway. Yeah, if there are rights issues, you know, maybe not. But I think that would be a really cool thing to do. Yeah. Maybe they can work it out. I mean, they got Spider-Man and X-Men back. Yeah, that's true. Well, anything's possible. They have the money. They do. They have the money. They're gonna hit a billion dollars this weekend. <laughs> That's wild to me. It's it's insane. So much money. Um, let's move on. Um, yeah. One moment uh, I want to talk about real quick was Hulk talking to the Ancient One. Yes. Total surprise. NDAs upon NDAs. I had no idea that Tilda Swinton was gonna be in this fucking movie. They were like, we know they all didn't like Tilda. And they were like, we don't care. There is a a larger story here to be made. Okay. She's I bad. loved her <laughs> as the ancient one. It just should have been an Asian person. Yeah. No, yeah, she was great. Uh, I really liked that scene because, A, it was a nice little monkey wrench. But also, thank you for explaining what Doctor Strange was doing. As the movies were coming out, a lot of people were like, well, what was blah, blah, blah doing when this was happening? Why didn't blah, 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 blah? come down when, you know, why it was happening. Like, well, this is why Dr. Strange was performing surgery during the Battle of New York. That's Which actually does make sense. I was like, wait, ain't they here? But I guess, you know, surgeons don't take cell phones into them in the operating room, right? Well, wait, why would anyone be wondering about where he was? That movie came out after Avengers. Well, no, I'm not saying, I'm just, I feel like a lot of times we're like, well, why wasn't Captain Marvel helping with Ultron? Or why wasn't, you know. Because she was across the universe. We know that. I know that. But it was nice to, like, see, okay, these characters were here and around and doing things since the beginning, you know, of the universe. And she was fighting in the battle. Yeah. That was dope. It was dope. Loved it. 
Um, she also shot down your little precious multiverse theory. No, she didn't. Mm. She literally confirmed. What are you talking about? She confirmed it. That line was black. It was just like, we're not going here. Yeah, they're, so here's the thing. They 100% have a multiverse now. They're just not going to take advantage of it. Loki taking the Tesseract is a multiverse. Thanos not existing in a universe is a, is a multiverse issue. These, 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 these are facts. We're going to talk about it later. We, sure. I'll explain it, but I'm not wrong. I'm not. They're just not going to take advantage of it the way that I thought they were going to take advantage of it. Wow, that sounds like uh, a qualifier. It's not a qualifier. Hmm. Okay. There Listen. are multiple verses. There's a multiverse. Hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. We've mentioned Rocket a bunch. Poor Rocket. Poor Rocket. He lost everybody. And it ended up with a new Gamora that ain't fuck with them. I guess. That's so That's sad. Well, but everyone came back. You can't say he lost right. everyone and lost Gamora. Everyone came back. Well, true. Everyone did come back. But still. I didn't think that they did a, as much with him as I kind of thought they would. Really? I think maybe they did more with him in Infinity War, and so they toned him down in this one. I mean, he didn't have a huge role in the final battle. He went to go get Hulk. He went to go get Thor and went with Thor. I really like that, that exchange. Because, I mean, like, you know, it's not often that we see Rocket in, like, being... Serious? Sincere. Yeah. And, like, heartfelt. And then I thought it was, that was you know, a, a tinier arc, but an arc nonetheless. I enjoyed it. I guess I just didn't see it as much of an arc. I just saw it as Rocket. He was just, that was the situation he was in. Mm. I don't think he has much of one other. I, I think it's, I think it was completed in an in Infinity War. No, it was completed when he was reunited with Groot and he hugged him. I guess. Okay, oh, was tears. Yeah. Good. Mm. Ciao. But shout out to Groot forever and always. Uh, he wasn't really doing much in this one, which is fine. Uh, also, shout out to Gamora, who in whatever universe she's in, she turns off Thanos. <laughs> That's a constant. <laughs> Good yeah, for her. She uh, decided to say, fuck my father. And Again. so now Gamora's back. Because otherwise she would have been dead. Like, the rules Again. <laughs> are the rules, and she's fucking dead. Our Gamora is dead. But we yeah. have a new Gamora. That's right. Damn. Well, you know, New Gamora's just like, oh, Gamora, except, you know, she literally doesn't know who the fuck <laughs> the Guardians are. She kicked that man in the nuts and was like, who the fuck are you? I am Gamora. We don't do this. She turned in and being like, who is this man? Whose man's? I'm mostly curious about <laughs> how much of Guardians 3 is about finding her, because... If it is, that means that it's Gunn's original script, which means they've known for a pretty long time what's going to happen to Gamora. Yeah, planning. It's beautiful. Hmm. I, I, I'm assuming that they had everything until Endgame planned out as soon as they got Joss Whedon out of there. <laughs> like, all right, we got to bring everybody in to fix this shit. <laughs> What are we going to do? <laughs> I don't know about completely fixed. Maybe just rewrite. Yeah, yeah, rewrite. Because it wasn't his plot. It was... No. They, it was it, I think this just added... A, it added a lot of depth to, like, the earlier parts of the MCU. Yeah. Which, you know, it worked. Margaret Nebula. She had to shoot her own ass! 
Yeah, she shot herself. It was sad. She literally was like, I know her. And I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this, and I know she's about to shoot you, Gamora, so I have to shoot her first. She was like, I know this girl. Why are we still doing this? I was sh- I was kind of shocked that, that the second time in the same movie, she should have known some really crucial information and didn't. So, like, she didn't. We don't know that she knew what happened to Gamora on Vormir, but I would assume that she maybe knew. Like, she knew at least that Thanos went there with her and came back without her and with the Soul Stone, right? So wouldn't she have been like, by the way, everyone just think about that. Just (laughs) sit and think about it. Let's give it a few minutes of thought. Maybe don't send the longtime best friends. Maybe don't do that. How about Rocket, you go with Don Sheila. You two don't know each other. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, let's go find someone from off the street. (laughs) No, it has to be someone you love. So we get it. Yeah, no, they wouldn't. They would have been like, look, it has to be some. You have to just kill somebody. Like, who who are we going to do that to? So No, it has to be someone you love. It can't just be anybody. That's right. Could be something. Like, Rocket loves his gun. Can he, like, throw that off and get the Soul Stone? That's very interesting. I don't know. Because someone suggested (laughs) that Thor just bring, like, a (laughs) six-pack. Oh, no. Oh, no. Or Fortnite. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, um, man. I just... I, I wish she had known that. And I also wish that she had maybe thought... About the fact Our that she's network. a walking <laughs> camera. She's a walking spy cam. And apparently her dad can just hack into her head anytime. You'd think that she would think about that. She'd be like, oh, well, she'd be like, well, it's not my dad because we cut his head off in the first five minutes. It's I mean, fine. Sure. And also, I'm going back in time and I could be on this planet looking for this stone. I actually thought it was a smart... I liked it. I thought it was an interesting twist. Because I was like, well, how is... You gonna find out. Oh, don't get me wrong. I 100% love that he found out and that that's how the final battle like gets set up. I'm just saying, girl, can we use whatever is in there for a brain? I gotta say, Karen Gillan deserves a lot. She had a huge role in this movie, I was wondering how it would play out because she plays a huge role in the comic books. She did. She wields the gauntlet in the comic books. That's right. Um, yeah, I'm actually I'm really glad with with what they did with her character, um, especially since she did the thing in Guardians too, but it wasn't it wasn't like her movie, you know. I kind of always got the sense that she was overacting a little bit, and then when I understood that that's just how she was playing the character. I kind of like let that go away and really embraced it in Infinity War. And I just feel like she did an incredible job in Endgame. I feel like in a lot of places she carried the movie and I think that she deserved higher placement in the the reel, like the starring reel. And I hope mm. that and I hope that she thinks about submitting herself for some awards because she, I think she did a great job. She did. And they are 100% going to go after Best Picture with this movie. They're oh, absolutely, absolutely going after Best Picture. Absolutely. The first half is literally Oscar bait. 
Yeah. There's like, barely any action in it. Here's a service for the Oscars, and the rest of the movie is here. This is a service <laughs> for the fans. Yes. <laughs> we have Oscar service followed by fan service. All wrapped up in a wonderfully done film. Uh, yeah, when they say that this movie was like about the original six, they were not lying. No, they were not. Um, fun. They deserved it. Even the people who were not um, in the original six who were alive were very minor. They were. But they started it all. They had to end it. Yeah. No, it, it completely made sense. Yeah. Well, I think this is a good spot to move to the big bad. You know, because he was properly introduced to us in Guardians 1. Yes, we're officially in the Guardians franchise, if you didn't notice. Yes. The Mad Titan. Thanos. Shook at almost every possible moment. It was so fucking good. To see his face, he was like, oh, oh, oh. When he, (laughs) he was so confused. He was like, this is not the destiny. This is. This is not what's supposed to happen. I'm, I'm supposed to get my head cut off five years from now. I don't understand. What is going on? I gotta say, just the the masterful way that they kind of seamlessly introduced him as a villain again in his own movie after he got killed off in the first five minutes. <laughs> right? Because I was like, wait, 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 wait. They killed him. Well, what, I was prepared for some other villain to pop <laughs> I up. I was like, what is going on? I thought maybe they would fix things earlier than we thought, but like Galactus would show up or something. Mm. Like that's where my mind went. But I was just after as soon as they chopped his head off, I was like, oh, I don't know what the fuck is going on no. at all. I was just like, great, that's it. I'm done. I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy this film because I don't know. I I'm 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 lost. The best part is that Captain Marvel immediately showed everyone. She was like, I'm not here to play with you. Yeah, she's like, I'm not interested in playing a game. I'm going to go kill Thanos. And then leave, because, like, I still have work to do. Like, y'all <laughs> sitting here on Earth dancing around this fucking little pager. I, <laughs> I am doing like, work. She was like, you know that there's other planets, and they all need help? And I'm me. So, <laughs> And you're you. No, she wasn't, it wasn't that bad, but she was just like, I, I have work to do. We're accidentally talking about Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, let's actually talk back to Thanos. Poor. Um, but anyway, yeah, he was not uh, expecting a lot of the stuff that happened to him in the movie, and it was no. great. Josh Brolin is an incredible actor, and uh, Thanos is thick, too. He is, but he's also, like, a little... Like, he just watched his head get caught off, and he was like, well, I guess that's destiny. Yes, this I was a like, different oh, Thanos, no. I it think. Is, he, he's, he's, he's grizzlier. This was the more, like, murderous version oh, yeah, no, of he, the Infinity War version. He was shooting to kill at every point. Like, when he came down, it was like, uh, Avengers headquarters is no more. Like, he was not, he said on site. Yeah, it wasn't even a question. It was, it was like, I gotta kill y'all. Like, it was, what y'all think this is? A I, game? End I, game? Sorry. I had to do it once. I also just loved how he sat down right before he died because I was kind of unsure if yeah. Tony had killed him or not. <laughs> I was like, oh no, everything's gone, but he's he's staying. Tony was like, look, I had to suffer and watch Peter die in my arms. You're going to sit here and watch Everyone. all your shit die and then you gone. And what? 
I, it was so satisfying it to really see that. Was. It was just so good. Mm. And he put up a hell of a fight. He did. But you know what? As much as he got his ass kicked, he kicked some ass. He did. But you know, he was going up against two people. At one point, he was worthy. going up against three of the most powerful people in the MCU. Two of which are worthy. Yes. Two of which are worthy. Um, what a transition. Let's get into it. <gasps> Captain America. I have never screamed. I screamed so loud. Uh, if I was a more intelligent person, I oh, would have understood what happened when Thor called Mjolnir. When Mjolnir came back, I should have immediately understood that Cap was going to get to hold it. Why? Because he has Stormbreaker now. He doesn't need two weapons. He doesn't need, he, he did start off with both of them. No, like, he definitely used both of them to great effect. <laughs> But it did not even enter into my mind. The scene where Thor almost dies and you see the hammer moving. I thought it was him. I thought it was him and it was just going to bash Thanos in the back of the head or something like that. No. (laughs) Captain America said, I'm I'm not dead yet. I could not. Oh. It was so good. What could... What could top it? I dream about seeing Cap uppercut Thanos with Mjolnir. I dream about it every night. I can't. Oh, it's, it's, I'm getting emotional. The double (laughs) bashing that he did with the shield. Yes. Just playing them off of each other. So good. His mind. It was like he was training with it. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I could do this all day. I also am incredibly appreciative of the fact that he put Mjolnir back. That's right, he did. I didn't think about that immediately because he left with Mjolnir, came back without it, and it didn't click. Oh, he had to put it back. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, Thor doesn't have Mjolnir. (laughs) That would be a problem. Um, So... I loved his arc. I think that Cap's arc is probably my favorite one. I think Tony's is the best, but his is my favorite. Mm, I feel you. It is complicated and confusing and is pissing some people off because there's some there's some gaps. We'll we'll get to that part. We'll get to that part. We'll get to it. Uh, I want to talk about um, obviously the fight between himself. Uh, was it especially when they went throwing the shields around? I was like, yeah. "Yo, is on these niggas is on." Something that occurred to me was that there was a lot of Avenger on Avenger fighting in this movie. Mm, which is a callback really to the first film. Yeah, and in some ways, like a continuation of Civil War. Um, mm. I not in like the same context, of course, but it it was just very curious to me that a lot of the action in the first half of the movie was actually between heroes and not, like, between a hero and a villain. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because none of the the villains actually made a came back, really, except for Loki. Right. The first half, again, was, like, just an Oscar 
clickbait situation. Um, uh, also, uh, Captain America checking out his own ass. Yes, he was, did do that. It was hilarious. I just had to point that out. Mm-hmm. He mm. did do that. Um, America's ass. Check Bucky uh, got his closure, I guess. You know, got to see Cap do his thing. I'm assuming that Cap and Bucky had a conversation before he went back to put the stones back. Yeah, because otherwise it's kind of fucked up. He was like, I live life and I had to watch you drop off that train one more time, but <laughs> it's time travel, my nigga. Like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, they did because he even like pointed at Falcon. He's like, Falcon, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like he encouraged Falcon to go. So Falcon goes and he's no longer Falcon. Captain America is black. Black. Black and black. The only oh, thing that I'm worried oh about God. is oh the my fact God. The only thing that I'm worried about is the fact that Anthony <laughs> Mackie has no capacity to talk about this in public. Like, if they decide to do anything nuanced about the fact that he's black and his moniker is Captain America. Like, in the comic, they address race. They do. Him and Luke Cage kind of get into it a little bit. Yeah. Because it's like, it's, it's like, it's race and some class. And I'm like, yes. Oh, yeah. But Anthony Mackie doesn't have the range. So I don't know <laughs> what the public conversation is going to be like because that Negro is bound to get on TV being like, don't worry, all lives matter. We understand. So I'm not gonna comment. I'm concerned. Oh, I'm concerned. Oh, look, I'm not. Captain but I'm very America, excited for the TV Captain show. Captain America is black. I'm very mm. excited for the TV show. Oh, see that what they last do with scene that. where he handed it to him. Oh, oh, Chris Evans. Oh, oh, man, Evans. It was good. Oh, it was very good. Cause I was like, cause they for you couldn't see it for a while. I was like, hold up, that man is old as hell. This motherfucker, because I knew he wasn't going to come back. I just thought, like, I didn't even know what I thought. I was like, he's just not coming back. I didn't think he was going to be old, sitting there, waiting. Was he waiting for 52 years to give him the shield? Lord. I, oh. We'll get into that. So much. Um, Captain America's black, y'all. So, because of Falcon, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's true. They wouldn't be there without... Ant-Man having to break into Avengers HQ and fighting Falcon and then getting roped in in Civil War. So let's switch over to Paul Rudd's beautiful portrayal of Scott Lang. Ah, just kiss. Ant-Man I was wrong. Was... What? Captain Marvel had nothing to do with getting Scott out of the quantum realm. It was no, a rat. That's <laughs> the complete opposite life form of... It was a Captain rat. Marvel. It, was a, it rat. was a literal rat. Happenstance. And it had nothing to do with the time vortexes. Kind of. Uh, yeah. They used the time vortexes uh, to like. Yeah, but that's over. not what happened to Scott. No, no, no. It just was like, here's the button. Which, you know, I that didn't bother me at all. I was like, it kind of like reiterates Doctor Strange saying, like, this is, there's only one way that this is going to happen. Yeah. It's just yeah. kind of like, it just so happened that a rat <laughs> <laughs> hit the button. I wonder if he saw that years. part. It was like, huh. <laughs> I know, he like was doing a head thing and I stopped for a minute. It was like, huh. A rat. Okay, let's keep going. 
I will say that uh, when he reunites with Cassie and she's literally a teenager. Heartbreaking. That was the first time that I really cried. I was like, oh my God, he wasn't there for five. Who was taking care of that child? Well, that's one. I have one complaint. Almost every side character from a lot of these movies was put in there. Like Zendaya didn't make it in from Spider-Man. Um, and there were a few other side characters who didn't make it in um, from their respective franchises. However, I kind of thought that uh, Scott's ex-wife, uh, Judy Greer's character, would show up because that's who would be taking care of Cassie. Oh, that's true. And we don't know if she got snapped or not. We don't have any idea. We don't know. Maybe we'll find out at some point. I'm sure we'll find out in the next Ant-Man movie. Yeah. Like, they'll have to address it. They will. Anyway, anyway. Uh, that was really sad and beautiful. But beyond that, you know, he just kind of... He was the key. Yeah. He didn't have to go up nobody's ass. No, he did not blow up Thanos' ass. That's not what he did. He, he did go giant in one punch of Leviathan. <laughs> 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 and he stepped on that big motherfucker from Infinity he War. He did. Was like, he just said, I am. crunch. Okay, I'm moving on. Beautiful. I feel like Ant-Man like, really got his due. So did the Wasp. Oh, you know what was really funny, though? Where he's like, ah, oh, nobody knows about me. That is, ah, take the guy, like, the <laughs> in the diner. That was hilarious. That's, it was very good. It's very good. If it had gone on for a second longer, it would have been annoying, but they, yes, it was that perfect. Was, <laughs> perfect. I forget that the Russo brothers directed Arrested Rest Development. Like, they come from a comedy background. That's, you know, I keep forgetting that, too. Yeah. They know their shit. They know what they're doing. Um, also, the Wasp, like I was saying, did get her due. Uh, she showed up. Uh, we'll talk about it in a few minutes. Uh, she showed up and she showed out. I love Evangeline Lilly. Yes. I'm here for a Wasp solo film. I'm here for a Wasp team-up film. Whatever they give me, I'm ready for it. Because, you know, the Wasp plays a huge role in the Avengers. And I'm hoping that they are building toward that with her. You know, she she always does the damn thing. I just, I love seeing her on the screen. Especially since, like, you know, hearing her in interviews, she's like, when I first got the call, I was like, wait, seriously? Like, and how much she just, like, loves just playing the character and, like, being in the MCU. It's just, I'm like, I oh, love her. Yeah. Uh, I also want to shout out, uh, and this is a rare shout out, but that angry motherfucker, Hank Pym. Um, I really liked the 1970s, uh, you know. Shield throwback? Shield throwback. It was super cute. Uh, I started, I think I clapped, I think I cheered too early. I saw the Nuff said bumper sticker and the new Stan Lee was in that car. <laughs> I like, I like cheered one second before everybody else did. And I was like, oh, sorry. I'm also glad that we did not get spoiled for that because we thought we were. Yes. In the... In the recap video. We saw, it was like, oh, he's going to come back as... The uh, Watcher. Yeah. And I was like, no, why would you say that? Yeah. Um. So I'm glad that whoever lied about that at an interview lied about that at an interview. Yes. Because I was like, oh, Stan. It was cute. I shed a tear. God bless him. I still want someone to Photoshop his head onto a cloud in a movie theater watching Avengers Endgame. This is how you know that you're black. Because, like, that is... <laughs> That it, <laughs> it's not funny because it's for when people die. But that, to me, oh my God, that is so black. Jordan, oh my God. Oh my God. That's all I want. Stanley would probably be the only white person ever 
on somebody's t-shirt in the clap. Oh my god, I That's hate. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm on. Um, but yeah, the 1970s sequence was uh really good. Um, I love Cap seeing Peggy. I loved Howard and Tony together. I'm seeing Jarvis. You yes. think he got the phone call from his agent and was like, "Hey, guess what?" Would you like to be the very first Marvel TV actor to transition to the films? And he said, absolutely. I want to make history. And I want to check. He really is. He's the only one. You're right. Oh, my God. Everyone else went the other way. That's right. Can we talk about how Coulson ever came back? Well, cool. Poor Coulson. S.H.I.E.L.D.'s got its own thing going on. That's right. S.H.I.E.L.D. is struggling. S.H.I.E.L.D. always struggling. I mean, they got Lady Sif, I hope, because she didn't show up. <sighs> A mess. I kind of thought that they were at least going to, like, give her a cameo in the final battle. Just, like, hire her for an afternoon. I know, right? It was like, it's all over green screen. Just, like, slice one in half, please. I don't know. I would have been here for it. It's okay. It's okay. Um, well, that's a perfect transition to S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, Nick Fury really didn't have shit to say. He had nothing to say. Yeah, I don't think he had a single line. <laughs> he had no line. Colby was there, no line. He was just thinking. He was like, let's why I put y'all niggas together. Yes. He said, For I'm, this. I'm responsible. <laughs> like, I'm, I was right. <laughs> Standing behind Captain Marvel in her pantsuit. She really didn't have a pantsuit. Sitting there thinking, like, that dumbass council for the first movie. <laughs> is this dumbass decision. I'm not going to follow it. Now what? And what? Uh, oh, Lord. Um, But yeah, uh, good to know that the S.H.I.E.L.D. folks that matter are still going to be part of the MCU. <laughs> That's true. Also good to know that S.H.I.E.L.D. has kind of always been slightly inept. Oh, 100%. Except for the, the black woman who was like, these two ain't. <laughs> but every, fucking Howard Stark is like, oh, hi, Howard Potts. <laughs> Just had a whole ass time. And now, and now at one point was like, this is a little fishy. No? Oh, my God. It's too Oh, my much. God. Um, <laughs> but anyway, speaking of Captain Marvel and her pantsuit, she was amazing. I love that they did not overuse her because she is OP and too much would have been too easy. Uh, but also when Thanos headbutted her and she was like, the fuck you think I am? She didn't even flinch. She was like, excuse me? That is just rude. And then he took the power stone out, out of the gauntlet <laughs> and had to punch her <laughs> to get her off of him. Listen. Oh, I could not... Oh, my God. My it girl can take a hit. From the Power Stone. Meanwhile, it took five Guardians to get that thing under control. Listen, Ugh. she And is one unmatched. of the Guardians was half Celestial. Yes, that's true. Can we talk about that? Mm. Oh, mm. child. Mm. Mm. Well, I have mean, mercy. when she came out of space for the final battle, I knew it. As soon as... The, so, at this point in the movie, as You're you like, know, the guns lost. are shooting down at the ground. <laughs> Uh, for something that we're going to talk about in just a second. And they start shooting at the sky. And I'm like, oh, she's here. She's, she's coming. Here. And she took down the ship in two minutes. Not if, even. She just... 20 seconds. If that. She said, oh, I'm just going to fly through this? Okay. She just sliced through it in 10, and then the other 10 seconds was it falling to the ground. She was like, oh, okay. So anyway, I'm here. Um, Who do I have to kill? What, what do we need to do? Where they at? <laughs> She really, though, she comes down, she grabs on the gauntlet site. from Peter. In fact, hold on. What a, what an interaction. Let's Hi, pause Peter. for a second. Let's pause oh. for a second. 
Wanda is the reason why those missiles were firing. We haven't talked about her yet because she was introduced in the Avengers. She's only ever in Avengers movies. So she kind of is on an island by herself. Poor Wanda. Poor Wanda. You've taken everything from me. I don't know you. Who the fuck are you? (laughs) (laughs) She said, On sight. She said, you'll know. And then kicked his ass. Oh my God. Whipped his ass to the point where he decided to destroy his own army with those missiles to get her off of him. He's like, I can't. I can't he was deal gonna with this. lose. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Oh my god! Wanda v Thanos one on one. Wanda wins. Period. The end. With the with the glove. He didn't have. The oh, films. he didn't have the gauntlet. No, right. he did not have the gauntlet. Hulk is shaking. Well, he was shaking because <laughs> his arm almost got blown off. So, so anyway. Captain Marvel shows up, and after she gets done, like, doing her thing, this entire time there's been a relay going on where Hawkeye was carrying the gauntlet, Black Panther got given the gauntlet. Also, time out. What an interaction. Because remember the first time that Clint and T'Challa met? He was like, uh-huh. I don't care. <laughs> he was like, who are you? And then what? he was like, give it, to, give it to me. Clint. Oh. It was beautiful. A tear. Anyway, Black Panther takes the gauntlet, then Spider-Man takes the gauntlet, and then Captain Marvel is like, hey, kid, I'll take that now. And he was like, but, 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 but what are you going to do? How are you going to get it there? How are you going to do this? <laughs> and every single woman, every woman. They were like, look, y'all, I'm not. I'm every woman. <laughs> it's all in this film. Uh, they really did. She's like, she is not alone. No, they really did. This is they did intersectional feminism, feminism part two. Blessed be. I it was, was beautiful. I, I, and that was. I think that was when I screamed the most. I have chills just thinking about it. I just, I caught a chill when you said chill. I was like, oh, my spine. So A Force is an all female Avengers team that unfortunately got canceled because neck beards. But it was an all female Avengers team, and it literally was. All of the female Avengers. It wasn't just like a core group of four or five or six or seven. It was like a 20-person roster. Mm-hmm. And they were all there. Pepper Potts was there, blowing shit up. Valkyrie was there. Um all they in. all showed up and they all collectively kicked some ass. I don't know what Mantis was doing. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but she was there. She was helping. I mean, she was grabbing good. people and putting them to sleep, I guess. And maybe Drax was following her and slitting their throats or something. Like I don't yeah, know. <laughs> Whatever she was doing, she was there. She was part of the team. And it was the most beautiful shot in the whole movie to me. It was just... And it kept growing. Yeah, I'm like, damn, damn, damn! Almost as if to say, excuse me? They were like, we don't have enough whip. Excuse me? They've been here. They have been there. They they need more headlining. They do. They need their own films. They don't just need to be like, and the Wasp. Right. It's the Wasp, right? We get it. I, I'm on board 100%. I feel like this is a good, this is a good first step. This is proof that it needs to be done and they understand that it needs to be done. And it better get done. I had some dumbass on Twitter come to me being like, 
it's just feminism in your face. And, you know, it should just been more equal. Why couldn't men help? And I just want to be like, motherfucker, did you watch the part when Tony, Thor, and Captain America were 3v1 on Thanos? Like, it, it, it was not, you know, they didn't have their dicks out. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why it matters in that moment that there was not a woman there because th- those are the three big heavy hitters of the original six V Thanos. Like, yeah. it makes sense. It, and it also made sense. Captain Marvel shows up. Some oh, little boy says... Wait, I just... I got I got upset for a little bit because I just... Because, like, Okoye says she's not alone and that's what Black Widow said in Infinity yes. War. I, I didn't catch... It didn't... I, I knew that, but like now nah, I just I just felt it right there. And Akoya did not know that Black Widow was dead. No, she did not. Oh God. Mm. Also, I just want to talk about the neckbeard disservice because that Listen. was that was one scene that definitely did it when Cap was doing a little circle. It was like, oh, you're with your little boyfriend, and you're a man. You're gay. Yeah. I mean, it was like crumbs. It was 100% <laughs> crumbs. And they're but, actually doing, like, a victory lap in the press about it. And I'm like, you don't need I to mean, do don't that. do a victory lap in the press about it. But it's also, like, nice that Cap not being homophobic yeah, in yeah, canon yeah. is, like... Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, it's like, boo, neckbeards. Y'all suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, the rest of the stuff that I want to talk about is just fan service. And we'll still be talking about, you know, franchises, but there's only three left. So Black Panther, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man... The first people to show up at the final battle. Oh my god. So <laughs> Cap is alone about to face in the entirety of Thanos' forces. Alone. I thought he was about to die. Then and there, I was like, oh, this is oh man. I was so bought in to what was happening on screen that I wasn't thinking. And it, None again, didn't even occur to me, oh, the, the snap was reversed. Everyone's back. Where are they? Doctor was, Strange we were still- was just... <laughs> he was circling all the people oh, Lord. into the battlefield. It was so beautiful. It, was, I, it brought a tear to my eye. I was... I had trouble seeing the first few minutes of the battle because I was crying. <laughs> 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 it was just... It was a spectacle. It was pure fan service in the most beautiful way. I mean, yeah, I mean, we can fine. It's called it's fan service, but like, well, duh, someone had to come back and someone had to kick their ass. Yeah. So I, it was it was fucking yeah. incredible. And for that reason alone, I want to see it as many times as possible. Like, yeah, that last that battle scene. Whoo, child. That weird thing I do where I only watch battle scenes. <laughs> well, no. Usually they only last for like what 10, 15 minutes. Was, I'm gonna have to sit there for hour. a full hour. <laughs> like, well, might as well watch the whole movie. We're gonna see here. And- well, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so uh when when all the Black Panther Wakanda folks show up, that was beautiful. I mean, the the contribution in the relay race was wonderful just to see him showing off his power for a little bit. Yeah, like he can take a hit from Thanos as well. Because Shuri. Thanks, Shuri. Oh, and his little his drugs. I love that everyone just kind of got their moment, whether they're a side character or a main character. Everyone got their moment. Okoye was kicking ass, and I knew she wasn't going to die, so I wasn't stressed. <laughs> like, she's fine. I was like, she's fine. She made it. Also, it's, it's sidebar, fine. I think it's hilarious how everyone... <laughs> 
was mad about her not being on the ba- the their name on the poster. Yeah. Well. And she was in the film for two seconds. But it, I also I also think I think now it, I think it really shows that it her name should have been on it from the jump anyway because it kind of gave away that she didn't have a big role. True. Which is kind of like what. You know, like all the fake footage and all that, it kind of like was like a clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just, you know, it was fun. I just was like, good for you. You in this film for two seconds and you got your name on the goddamn poster. <laughs> and Letitia Wright, too, was in it for two hot seconds. Um, and Angela Bassett. Yeah. I was they like, paid oh. Angela. I was like, I at didn't first think I was- thought they were only going to do the back. So yeah. I was like, that's not it. I was like, that is just... <laughs> that's someone who looks tall and thin <laughs> and beautiful and elegant and, like, the aunt that I want in my life. Right. But they act, they paid Angela. They paid Angela. They paid a lot of people. They, they got Robert Redford to come out of retirement. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought Civil War was supposed to be, like, his last movie or next to last movie or something the like power, that. The power. The influence. Um, so, yeah, Doctor Strange is the one who brought everyone back. Wong decided that the Sanctum could chill for a few minutes. I know, he's like, oh, okay, well, now... Now well, I have to fight, I guess. Like, I guess no one's <laughs> gonna bother the Sanctum while I go out for a minute. And the fact that Doctor Strange has an army is something that I find very interesting. I didn't know! I mean, you, it's, like, alluded to... I thought it was, like, they're, like, some of the last... I knew that sort- there were, like... A few dozen of them. I didn't expect that there were a few hundred of them. Yeah, no, they were like throwing up them shields and shit too. I was like, oh, that's a lot more circles than I would have. They were ready. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was beautiful. beautiful. I love well, that had- Doctor Strange was the person to like, you know, kind of give the wink to Tony. Like, hey, it's I it's can't time. say shit. It's time, bro. But I'm gonna wag this finger all and shake it a little bit because I'm doing something right now. But I ain't gonna say it because if I say it, I just. I love Benedict Cumberbatch's fucking Doctor Strange. I, I know, I know. Oh my, I hate all of him, a, but I love Doctor Strange. We, I feel like everyone was like Benedict Cumberbatch. What the fuck? And he played he, it. He he really he showed us up. I I have to give him his props. It's uh, it's so good. And then uh, everyone's friendly neighborhood Spider Man. <sighs> He had to say goodbye to Tony. Okay, but first he got to say hello to Tony. He did. He did get to say hello. That. Mm. Whew. Gotta dry my eyes. It was so precious. It was. I just feel like he loves playing this role so much, and he's probably not even acting all that much. <laughs> and <laughs> Tom Holland is actually Spider-Man. I just... I love his rendition. The fact that he, when he got the gauntlet, was like, kill mode, activate. I was like, <laughs> ah, let's go. Oh, my God. I mean, <sighs> the, Iron, the, the Iron Spider suit really saved his ass. I wonder thing. what they're going to do moving forward, because if Far From Home is supposed to be an epilogue for Phase 3, not the beginning of Phase 4, in which case, are they going to oh. intro anything at all? And also, what Spider-Man suit is he using? Because I don't think he's using the Iron Spider. Is that, like, just for special occasions? <laughs> hey, when the world is literally ending, break out the suit. But other than that... Yeah, you just got to do the original Stark suit. I mean, they're both Stark suits. Yeah, I'm sure Tony left plans for, like, ten other suits. Spider-Man is fine for the rest of his time in the MCU. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the, I think that that pretty much sums up all of the characters in the movie. 
Yeah, um, I think so. Oof, I'm tired. Yes, but we're almost done. We got to talk about overall impressions, and we have to address the time travel and my brilliance. Ugh, okay. Overall impressions. I really enjoyed it. I think... I do see some folks saying that, like, you know, does the film stand on its own or does it only work because you had literally 21 or 22 films to support it? It doesn't stand on its own uh, just because of that. I think the reason why it's incredible is because of that. But I think you could go into it and really enjoy yourself, even if you don't know what the fuck's going on. And you also have to watch Infinity War. Like, this is a sequel. But do you really? Hmm. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm certainly yeah. not advocating <laughs> that. Of course you should. Yeah. But. That's true, too. You're right. Because, I mean, like, the, the drama of the first movie sort of, like, gets wrapped up within the first, like, as soon as they cut off his head. Right. Like, we're, we're done here. This is new. And the stakes are pretty clear. Like, oh, this happened. Everyone's dead. By the way. Like. You know, the, you get a pretty rough introduction. You don't know any background, and so certain situations are not going to be meaningful to you. Right. But I don't know that that diminishes what it accomplishes as a film. Yeah. I mean, it's also, like, hard to... Like, what they were able to do with this film is just, A, never really been done before. Never. Never. Before. And it's just, like, it's... I can't sit here and be like, well, you know, if you look at the Dark Knight trilogy, like, this is a totally different ballgame. It's not fair to <laughs> divorce it from the other films. They yeah. did it. It's, that they... Was, that was the point. I keep thinking of, like, when last, you know, when Infinity War was like, well, do we expect people to watch 11 films, or watch however many films came out at that point? Yes. Yes, that is literally we, the point. That, we do expect you to. That's that's the point. They're... <laughs> it's like, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I think all I think you know all the films are really good at being self-contained and like you know have said to friends you don't have to watch all of them but at least watch this list so you have somewhat of an understanding of what you're getting into. Right. Like I definitely have watched movies out of like I didn't watch the first Thor movie before I watched Avengers it was fine but like you know I gained some more depth. Right. Afterwards. Another example from a different franchise, the excitement about Tomorrow Night and the Battle of Winterfell. That is not in a vacuum. Would I be nearly as excited if this was literally the third episode of Game of Thrones and I just got introduced to everyone two episodes ago? No. I would be like, oh, wow, this is going to be intense. I mean, also the longevity, too. Like, you've watched Game of Thrones, like, season by season. Right. I binged it. So, like, yeah, I'm like... Although I didn't start at the beginning. I started in season five. Okay. So, you know what I mean? It's, It's just like a... If you've been invested in these films for me when I was a kid. Yeah. Like I said, I watched the very first Iron Man in the same movie theater that I watched. You were in college, though. You were a man. Yeah, so I'm still not that much older than you. I know. I was just making an age joke. Oh, I get it. Anyway, me as a child, like, you know... I, I, you know, I also can't wait to see Endgame with my dad. Like, it's just... I need to. Yes. You know, it's like it needs to... That's happening with me later this week, and I'm so excited. I just, you can't divorce them. And if you did divorce them, it's still an incredible standalone film uh, with a plot of its own that I think is self-contained and also, you know, the product of a much bigger universe. 
Like, I think there could be several acting award nominations out of this movie. I think you can award it special effects stuff. I think you can award it writing, cinematography. Like, it is an an impeccable film outside of the fact that it is the culmination of 10 years plus of incredible media. Yeah. Mm. Overall, I have no negative impressions of it at all. (laughs) Like... I was seeing an interesting conversation on Twitter about what you deserve as a fan and mm. some of the complaints that people have, like some of the reason why they quote unquote don't like it as much is just because the thing that they wanted to happen doesn't happen. You're like, oh, no multiverse, boo. Or like, oh, well, no. There, there is a multiverse. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say here. Right. It would be like me saying, I'm pissed off because they're not going to use the multiverse. Mm. That's that's not what they intended to do. So how can I be mad about that? But like I said, after they cut Homeboy's head off, I was I was just here for the ride. And it was <laughs> all and expectations are out the window. I was like, "Oh, it's it's over. It's I'm I'll, I don't know." And it was beautiful. I it loved was. it. I loved it. Um just to address this time travel stuff. I will say I, I I still I really liked how they did it and it wasn't in any way shape or form corny. Agreed. Or too confusing because I feel like that's always my worry with time travel. I'm like oh, how, your rules don't make sense here, you know? Yeah, I think the best version of it that I've seen is Harry Potter. Um, they time travel in Harry Potter. There is time travel in Harry Potter, and mm-hmm. I just remembered that you don't know anything about that, and so I won't spoil it. Suffice to say, it works like you're leaving this room at this time and your past self is in this room at this time, which means that when you go back in time, you need to return to this room by this time at this date, or you fuck up time. Okay. And you can't be seen. So those were the rules. And I think that they actually work relatively well it's not how it would actually work but it, that's kind of like the traditional like right like they made fun of like you know yeah after the future don't talk to yourself don't exactly this is how <laughs> it would actually work when you go back in time you are creating a new timeline their intention with putting the stones back was to reset those timelines so that they're no longer alternate timelines without stones so certain things do get cleared up. So like when they steal the Mind Stone uh-huh. from from the Scepter, you know, Cap puts it back so that that timeline can continue without it missing. Right. And it avoids any messiness. That doesn't mean that Loki didn't escape with a Tesseract, because he did. He was like, <laughs> Tom Hiddleston, I hate him. He said, his Whoop. face. Was like, oh, it's got to be what his TV show is because I was thinking about it, and someone was like, "No, no, it went away because they went back in time further." Well, that doesn't matter because in the timeline where Loki took the Tesseract, everything that had happened before had happened. So even if you take it in 1970 and put it back in 1970 like five minutes later, it still ends up in that lobby and you still get hit by the Hulk, Tony, and 
you still knock the Tesseract on the ground and Loki still grabs it and goes away. That is a new timeline. Or is it the same timeline all along? No, I don't know. Um, it's not. <laughs> it, it can't be it because can't be. Loki died in Infinity War. <laughs> right. <laughs> so there's yeah. a version of Loki out there. Just like when Thanos comes to the future. So past Thanos figures out what the Avengers are up to because of Nebula and comes to the future and they kill him. So there is now a timeline that exists where Thanos never gets the stones and never does Infinity War. Like that has to, there's no putting back a stone that undoes that. So they have not only talked about multiverse stuff in Doctor Strange, we have now seen the multiverses colliding. So even though they might not be choosing to use it as a vehicle for future plots that we know of, uh, it is still very much real. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what what option they're going to take. The final, like, clusterfuck about the time machine stuff is what happened to Cap. Or what Cap does. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. I don't know. It confuses me. We were talking about it earlier, and I think they need to clarify it. Not because I think there's a plot hole, but because there are about four or five different ways that it could happen following the same rules, and it's not clear at all which one it was. Right. Was he in an alternate timeline and married Peggy and did his business and then just came back? Or was it the main timeline and he had a hidden relationship with Peggy while he was doing the Avengers stuff and then just stayed alive and walked to that spot (laughs) in 2023? Did he do all that and then teleport back to that time? Or did he, you know, there's any number of things that he could have done. And it's just not clear. So I would like that to be cleared up, but I don't think it's a plot hole like some people are like saying it is yeah I feel like there's there was too much riding on this for them to be like all right let's just give Cap his ending and then make a huge plot hole out of it (laughs) right (laughs) no I I don't think it's a plot hole and in fact I think it's you know it was a beautiful way to end the film I thought yeah Cap deserved it Cap totally deserved it and I think for the most part everyone got you know either what they deserved or what they wanted There's no one that's, like, in a cliffhanger situation right now. We know where everyone is, and we might not know what they're up to or what they're about to do, but we know that their stories are resolved. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. I'm very excited for Spider-Man. Yeah, me too. I'm interested in seeing, like... Oh, that was the other thing, too. A little I poolish. do want to get into this really quick. Yes. Uh, was like, yo, Endgame was, like, low-key a horror movie. It was. Because of, like, the implications of, like, all these people just are out having to, like, live five years. Oh, let me just interject really quickly and say Lil Polish is Young Levine, who was on the show. Oh, right, right, right. goes by a different name now. On Twitter. Um, So, yeah, they had to, like, figure out how to live for five years. You know, you have all this stuff with, like, Ronan. I'm actually kind of even more sad that the Netflix shows are gone you just snap away two defenders, give people two seasons. How interesting would that have been? Like, that's just like... I think there's a whole host of media 
like an audio drama or a TV show that is set in the Marvel Universe, but is just a drama. Like This Is Us or Parenthood in the MCU during the five years. <laughs> that way it's a finite thing and it will be the low-key horror of what it would mean for 50% of the population to just be gone. Like, world governments would be crumbling, infrastructure would be destroyed, or there wouldn't be enough manpower to make things happen. Like, beyond the emotional impact of losing 50% of the population, society would have to radically change in order to adapt. Or not. And then you get Ronan chopping up people for five years. Well, that too. Yeah, just kind of like, I it's, I feel like they don't have a place to do it. It kind of stinks, you know? That there's like no shows. Disney Plus? I mean, yeah. It just would have been cool if like, you know, with the existing stuff. Yeah. I'm just like sad that, I'm just, I'm still really sad that the Netflix stuff didn't work out. It would have been a perfect way to extend the life of those shows. Yeah. Although I couldn't have handled Karen Page just crying. Sorry. <laughs> uh, she did do a lot of crying. I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> um, okay, so this has been a lot. I I feel like we've thoroughly spoil-casted it. Yes. I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about it some more on the next episode. <laughs> yeah, maybe we have to give it like a couple weeks. Mm, a few weeks. I'll, I'll have seen it again before then. and probably have something to say. Well, it'll be heavily redacted. Wow. Rude. Hmm. Well, I think we're going to hang it here, folks. Yes. Thank you for joining us on this magical adventure as we recapped the most incredible film of all time, film of the year. Film of a generation. True. Three generations. Literally, though. <laughs> Give it all the awards. I genuinely don't know what could ever top what we just saw. <laughs> it was such a fucking spectacle. Yeah. Okay. Deuces. Bye.